from the Krypton Phoenix. You're listening to Bones on Sports. I'm your host, Jimmy FF Bones, where the extra F stands for extra football. On sports today, we'll be talking Coyotes hockey. We're we'll talking a little, little playoff football for you. So, and oh, that's right. And I got a lot of emails. We got to go through some emails together as well. Uh, so sit back, relax, and enjoy little bones on sports. So the Coyotes are about to enter about a week off here. Their next game is Friday, but uh, I took some time and I watched uh, the game yesterday, Saturday's game. And I liked what I saw. A couple things that I I took away from that game. One is they, you know, New York's a good team. You know, New York's a very good team. They have a oh goodness, they're they are fourth in the Eastern Conference, twenty two and fourteen with forty nine points. You know, just really quickly, just for shits and giggles, we'll compare that to Phoenix's record of ten and twenty seven. And 26 points. So they're a far better, more superior team. What I liked about what I saw yesterday was the play of Antiranta. But here's my concern. Antiranta, he's a good goaltender. Uh, gosh, the, the kid, I say kid because he's about 28 years old. You know, here's my only, only fear with him is he's never played more than 30 games in a season. And really what... Phoenix needs right now and what Phoenix needs to build around is a goaltender that can carry a bulk of the workload. Uh, we're not going to be able to to get anywhere in this league with Ronta and two or three other backups. Uh, if you just do a quick comparison, you know, Hendrick Lundqvist, uh, Carey Price, Marc-Andre Fleury, you know, Jonathan Quick, you know, all these guys for the most part are playing 64, 65, 67, even low 70s games per season. And that's really what we need Auntie Ranta to do. That's really what we need to put on his plate to make sure that he can take it. If we got the Auntie Ranta I saw Saturday night, 70 games a year, this team could be phenomenal. So there's my take on that. You know, like I said, they have almost a week off. The next game is Edmonton on Friday night. So hopefully they can rest up a little bit, and you know, let's see what uh, let's see what next week and next weekend looks like for them. And then there were eight. Wild card weekend is now completed in the NFL, and yeah, frankly, a lot went the way that I thought it would. Going into it, I figured New Orleans beat Carolina; they had their number all year. Uh, Jacksonville beating Buffalo is not a huge surprise. Uh, so Sunday was a little boring from that respect. Uh, however, Saturday, uh, I am surprised Atlanta pulled it off. I really thought LA was going to win that game. Uh, more importantly, I was surprised by the play of Marcus Mariota of Tennessee in the second half of that game. That clinic he put on, that performance was 
unbelievable. A loss of about a half yard on the play. Third down and goal. Tennessee in dire need of six and not three. Mariota. Mariota to the line of scrimmage. Maybe across the line. It deflects back to him for a touchdown for the moment. But was he across the line of scrimmage? Play. Revis bats the ball right back to Mariota. It's a live ball. It's a quarterback touchdown. is behind the line, and he was in shotgun, so therefore he's an eligible receiver. It is a touchdown. Very close. Yeah, reflecting back, my take is that uh, Marcus Mariota, wow. Uh, if you had him in a fantasy playoff league, he tore it up. Uh, I guess he would have got credit for three touchdowns, throwing one, receiving one, and throwing another one. So... For what that's worth, uh, kudos to him. He gets the, uh, uh, I have to come up with a Jimmy Bones uh, Player of the Week award or something. I don't know what we would call that. I guess I'd leave it up to you guys. Email me at bonesonsports at yahoo.com or tweet me. I just opened up a Twitter account, Bones on Sports, or at Bones on Sports. So let me know if you think I should title the Player of the Podcast Award. I'd hate to call it the Boner Award. That has a negative connotation to it. But, as it may, come up with something good. Bonites or boners, whatever you identify yourself as. Uh, We'll give that to Marcus Mariota. He'll be the first recipient of that award. So, going into the divisional play, and then there were eight. uh, What I'm titling this little bit here is, Atlanta's going to be Philadelphia. I got a pretty good question in email this past week is, is can Philadelphia win with Foles? And the long answer, nay, the short answer to that is no. The long answer to that is not a chance. Even with a supporting cast, the only way I see Philadelphia beating Atlanta is if Nick Foles has a perfect quarterback rating, and that probably won't happen. So Atlanta will win. Uh, Tennessee, New England, New England's going to win that game. Jacksonville, Pittsburgh is an interesting matchup on Sunday. I like Pittsburgh in that game. New Orleans, Minnesota. This will be the game of the playoffs. I really wish there was a way to make this the NFC Championship game, but we can't. It's in the second round. Uh, Stay tuned. Minnesota has an opportunity to make history by being the first team to host a Super Bowl. And New Orleans has a very legitimate chance to go all the way this year. Stay tuned for that one. I am going to guess that Minnesota loses this game. New Orleans wins it is my call on that. So that's kind of my summary of the of the NFL right now. I uh, haven't really looked at a lot of the uh, MLB offseason transactions. So what we'll do now is take a look at some listener email, answer a few questions, and wrap this up, episode three. Bones on Sports. Bones on Sports at yahoo.com is the email. At Bones on Sports is Twitter. Stay tuned.
right? So got a couple emails in the email box this week. Um, a couple questions actually are, are really new point, new to this point, I should say. Um, you know, one of them. Uh, should the Rams should the Rams be concerned if it takes a field goal to win? Uh, the answer would have been yes. Their kicking game is ferocious, but eh, they lost anyway, so new point. Um, another one here, interesting question. Uh, will Antonio Brown ever be 100%? I think the answer to that is no. Guy's 29 years old. It's a, a calf injury. He runs for a living. Um, granted, a 85 or 90% Antonio Brown is better than a lot of wide receivers on any team, so I'll take it, but... I don't think we'll ever. I don't think it'll ever be a hundred percent, but I don't think it's going to hold him back. Would be would be my answer to that. Uh, another question: will, will the Vikings be the first team in history to host the Super Bowl? I, I don't think so. I just discussed that a few minutes ago. Uh, another question: um, If you build it, will they come? The answer is yes. We know that from Field of Dreams. And the other email that I have to address, and I guess I owe an apology. Uh, oh, by the way, speaking of apologies, do you know how they used to apologize back in the day? With remorse code. Hey, Jimmy. Heard your podcast. Bonard or Bonites. I am a female, and I listen to the show. What about Bonettes? Uh, yeah, uh, Jennifer from, I'm going to assume Phoenix. There's no... City on the email here. Uh, yes, Jennifer, I'm sorry. Uh, if you are a female, you listen to the show. If you want to be a bonnet, absolutely be a bonnet. I am totally fine with that. Um, <clears throat> so that's our that's our email for the week. Uh, you know, one thing I was thinking about, and I wasn't sure if I was going to put this on the podcast or not. Uh, I think I'm going to go ahead and do it. Um, Rich Rodriguez down in Tucson uh, got himself into a little bit of hot water. And granted, a lot of what he did was 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 horrific. It was horrible. I guess the guy's a bigger douchebag than any of us thought. But one thing that he said, one thing that he did, he got in trouble for that I don't think he should get in trouble for. And this makes this maybe a controversial take of the week on this. But he got in trouble for having his assistant keep his wife and his girlfriend on separate sidelines. My first thought is, if you have a wife and a girlfriend, absolutely, you're going to want them separated, and you want them to be in separate sidelines. And who better than to help you with that than your assistant? So why is he getting in trouble for that? I don't get it. I would probably do the same thing, but that's just me. So there's my take. Uh, thanks again for listening. Uh, subscribe, tell your friends about it, and stay tuned. This will be released every two weeks. I'll see you guys again in two weeks. In the meantime, email bonesonsports at yahoo.com, Twitter at bonesonsports. Uh, we'll see you guys later, 1738. <laughs>